Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Three, welcome to the Run Home pregame show with Brad. Beef will be here live from Paris uh, in about 55 minutes. Kirst has the week off this week, so it'll be myself and Beef through to Thursday. I think Sammy Ackerman will be here on a Friday. So, yeah, we're calling this the pregame show, folks. Uh, a very, very cool show for you in uh, store today. Um, I've got a really special guest I'm um, standing by uh, to have a chat to very shortly. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Penrith Great. Of course, made that tackle on Todd Byrne back in the 03 GF, um, I believe it was, when uh, Penrith um, scored their first grand final victory in about 20 years. Um, what a moment that was, or the 10 years, wasn't it? They won in 91 as well. Um, we look back at the 91 grand final as we step into our sporting time machine. That was the Royce Simmons grand final, of course. Uh, we will also have our final autopsy on the death of Wallabies Rugby. Uh, the Run Homes Rugby World Cup update, a TAB live betting update with Jacob between five and six. We hear from All Blacks assistant coach Scott McLeod uh, and Teamless Tuesday this week. We honour Reese Walsh. Think of a team of wonder kids, folks. So uh, childhood wonder kids, be it in any field from acting to sport to music, um, you know, like the likes of Biebs, maybe a Leo DiCaprio, Tiger Woods, Max Verstappen, you get the just you get the just more on that later. Uh, that is your Macca's menu. Uh, Mac, thanks to McDelivery delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. Reese Walsh gets away. Martin, that's Ford. That's got to be Ford. That's a mile Ford. Gerard Sutton, what are you doing? Jordan Ricky goes in. That is the most Ford pass I have ever seen. That is unbelievable. 
That is the voice of the wonderful Sam Hewitt uh, from the SCNZ team, producer for staff, um, and of course the voice of the Warriors. I uh, was alongside Tony Kemp for uh, what was an enthralling game for at least the 60 minutes that I watched it before I switched it off after that forward pass. Um, Sammy, oh, um, welcome to the show. Thanks, uh, mate. It's great still, to have still you. Still ropeable, to be honest. No doubt. I'll get to that it's in a sec. <laughs> it's still forward. Still forward. It was so forward, we're still talking about it. It was such a yeah. forward pass, it's still forward. Um, yeah. I'll get to I, that said, I, I said it was so forward that Jordan Ricky scored the first try of 2024. <laughs> That's not bad from you. I'll get to that in a sec. Um, just a peek behind the curtain, folks. Have you ever had, you know, you've been doing this gig for a long time, Sammy, both here and at other places. Have you ever had one of those days where it's just one of those days where everyone gives you a no? Oh, heck yeah. Man, Today is one of those days. I say well, you get one of them a week, man. Oh. Oh, you're good for one show a week where people just don't say anything to you or you just everything falls over one a week I've been pretty lucky since my time here at the run home uh, this is my first gig back in um, sort of radio producing for quite some time and I've been pretty lucky I've had mm. most days where it's been yeses today it's either uh, radio silence or it's um, yeah sorry mate uh, not today um, was it uh, can I dare I ask what sport is responsible Netball and the Wallabies. Okay. So I spoke to several former Wallabies who are not, and ones that obviously haven't been on other shows today, that uh, that were basically on the stand sports coverage, and um, three of them all declined politely, I mm. might add, and then a couple of netball people haven't got back to me. But these things happen, Sammy, these things happen, um, but we move on, as they say in the big game, and in live radio, you just have to adjust, don't you? Yeah, it's all about adjustment. It's all about producing on the fly. It is, it is. So you, uh, so you, can't, so you went to me instead? I did. No, 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 no. This was always the plan to have Sammy H in the studio. Hey, look, uh, first of all, Sam, um, I don't want to blow smoke, but fantastic <laughs> job uh, this season. Um, and I know that, you know, rugby league is something very, very close to your heart, has been for a long time. Uh, must be pretty cool for you as, you know, like uh, someone, I mean, you've only been in the business for, what, 10 years? Uh, a little bit yeah, less than that. Probably a little bit less than that, yeah. Yeah, and Thanks, um, yes. heading over to Brizzy to call the first Warriors GF grand final qualifier in over a decade. Mm. That must have been a pretty cool experience for you, bro. Yeah, man. I um, I am forever grateful, like every week, you know, to put on the uh, to put on the cans and call the games. Mainly because, um, whilst I've always sort of dreamed of it, I think for a lot of people, you you do have to sort of serve an apprenticeship. And um, I know when I was at Radio Sport, you know, I was probably fifth in line to get that gig. Um, so it was I was very very lucky that I got handed that when ECNZ sort of started up because it felt like. I hadn't, in a way, you know, earned my stripes. Um, but and then, you know, Steph asked me um, when I was at the airport in, in Sydney. Said, "Oh, you know, is this a bit of a dream come true calling a final series?" I said, "Well, there's probably commentators out there who have had to wait ten years for the for the team they call to make a final like yeah. that." You know, so I was very lucky that it's happened sort of within the first two or three years of me uh, calling rugby league. But yeah, phenomenal. Uh, atmosphere and sort of you have to I mean not that I try and hold it back I think that's why people sort of enjoy Kempi and my, my call um, is because of we're just sort of fans that are calling a rugby league game but I felt probably more of a fan than a commentator for most of the trip because you know you're mm. getting to see your team play in a finals game so I also think uh, in this day and age uh, people appreciate the slightly right, uh, leaning to the Warriors side of the call. Like, people want that parochialism. Mm. It certainly comes through in your commentary. And, and you know, Kempe's a former Warriors coach. He's got a lot of love for that club, and it's there for him too. And certainly this year, um, you, you guys have – I think that's what's drawn people to you is that you're unashamedly 
like bias. pro warriors. Yeah, you can say bias because I mean, you're but, right. But SEN does that with the origin commentary Correct, as well, yeah. you know. And it's, it's fun to listen to in a day and age, you know, where, where we live, where you, you can't, you have to call yeah. things down the middle. Hundred percent. You know, like it's it's and, cool. And I think um, if I if obviously we know the mandate, if I was on. TV or if it was going into an Aussie audience or whatever and we had to be more neutral, certainly would cater towards that. But I think you're right. I think what has stood out for people this year, what's made it so entertaining is the fact that we are just like fans calling it, you know, people watching it in their living room, listening with, with a beer or whatever. That's sort of the, the atmosphere we're trying to encapsulate. My favourite commentator, and it's sort of funny, um, over in America, my favourite ice hockey commentator, Jack Edwards, who commentates for the Boston Bruins. Now, their games do go all over. It's up to the local provider to provide the coverage, and then it goes all around America. And people hate him outside of Boston because he is so biased. Mm. But I'm like, if I'm a Boston fan, do you not want to listen to a commentator who's calling out the forward passes, who's calling out the penalties, who's going nuts for tries in the corner? Because that's what you, it's your team. Yeah. Um, and I would hate it if I wasn't a Warriors fan and I was listening. Because I'd be like, this guy's ridiculously biased. As I got a lot of Broncos comments on the various uh, videos that got posted. But, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a job. And, and, you know, like... Sure. Look, we we obviously I would say ninety five percent of our listeners are Warriors fans, and certainly mm. they listen to the commentary. You know, you, you'd have people from the other teams tuning into the app to listen to the commentary and what yeah. have you from over in Australia. But I think they would expect that. Um, I do try. I also do. Uh, people, one thing that I sort of do pride myself on as well is like I'll get I'll get excited for other tries as well. I don't yeah. just get you know up for Warriors tries and then sort of go oh and Reese Walsh has gone and you know like I I do try and get up for the other teams because I you know try and keep, call it as fair as I can but when there's something as ridiculous as that forward pass I can't help myself we saw glimpses Sammy of Reese Walsh's ability when he was at the Warriors specifically in his first season I think mm. he had two or three games where you were just like wow like, this kid has got something. This is the kid that um, O'Sullivan and Gould recruited to, to this club. This kid's very good. I think he was a bit shaken by the end of their first year where he had that um, sort of shambolic stuff on the Gold Coast and mm-hmm. had a few injuries last year and didn't quite sort of come out of his shell, so to speak. We saw glimpses. My goodness. Is he a once-in-a-generation player? Well, I, I sort of, I'm not quite at the point where I'm going to fully... Um, fall on my sword with Reese Walsh because I've sort of have been a critic of him at the in the past, but certainly he's completely blown out any of my reservations about him. Like I think when he was younger, when he was at the Warriors, he didn't know he was one of those classic youngsters who didn't know when to go and when to stop. So he was full pace one hundred percent of the time, and sometimes the game didn't call for that, and sometimes his errors would cost. Especially for the Warriors, his errors errors would cost us. It's not now that he isn't. He still he leads the NRL in errors. The, the thing is, and we talked about this a lot with the with the Aussie boys when we did our cross with them on Saturday with Sats and uh, and Andrew McCulloch, he has a unique ability, if he makes a mistake, to just completely forget about it and try the exact same thing the next play or, or learn from it, whereas a lot of players would make a mistake and go into their shell. Yep. And I think that's a real strength of his. Um, he has matured in the fact, like I said, he knows when to go, he knows when to hold back, he knows when it's time to pass, when it's time to run or whatever, but he just has the most lethal acceleration off the mark it's uncontainable there's just no way you can stop it running across field I don't know if you saw the video that Channel 9 put out with uh, Joey Freddie and Billy Slater talking about how to contain him for Penrith 
Um, and they obviously Billy and Freddie were talking about Origin and how they tried to contain him there. And they sort of came up with the same argument. Oh, well, you know, that you need the centres to, they talk tactics, you know, the centres need a pinch and they do that. But then as they said, well, yeah, but then he just does an inside ball and all of a sudden there's a gap there. Yeah. It's the problem with a player like that is you can't contain him because, and they also talked about you, you pull players in on Reese Walsh, all of a sudden Adam Reynolds just dinks it over the top to Selwyn Cobbo. Now, you might remember on Saturday night they yeah, did that they and the, they had a horrendous bounce, Selwyn Cobbo. It couldn't have been worse because he's like six foot something anyway and it yeah. bounced over his head. Um, but they just do that and he's away laughing. So, he is a freak in a system that works perfectly for him as well. Like, I I said that I it's hard now when you say I'd much rather chance over Reese. Like, well, Reese obviously is an amazing player and he would be amazing if he was still at the Warriors. But in a way, chance fits the system a bit better because mm. we need that solidity at the back, the, the no errors, the strong defence. I think Reese's um, tackle efficiency is only about 60% or so. He's right. pretty poor. So, but, you know, he, he scores more points than he lets in. Yeah. So it works for Brisbane. Um, yeah, he's he's a freak. He he's I don't know how like he's Penrith's big target on Saturday. I think they contain everything else, but how do they keep Reese Walsh under control is going to be a big question. Yeah, I mean they legit have three playmakers um, as Penrith do, mm. uh, um, which which a lot of other teams don't. Um, and I do want to get to a little bit about your commentary and your career in a sec. But f- firstly, before I do, grand final. I think it's the grand final that the NRL deserves. It's mm-hmm. the two best teams of the season. It's the two best attacking teams. The two best defensive teams. These are the two best teams in the NRL. Yeah. And Brisbane, probably the most capable team of beating Penrith yep. in a one-off game. Yeah, well, I mean, you remember, Brad, the uh, the stick that I copped about a month ago for saying that this was our grand final, um, and everyone was sort of just playing, you know, second fiddle. And as much as it pains me that the Warriors missed out, you're right. This is the the best grand final possible in 2023. Uh, they are the two best teams by country mile. And yeah, you're seeing attack v defence. So you know the the. The Broncos probably, we were prob- not unlucky, but we could have scored more points against them there. I think there's still frailties. You look at Penrith and sometimes you don't know where on earth points come from. Like you're watching them defensively and you're like, how on earth is a team going to score points? And that shows in their score lines, right? Was it 38 points to six or whatever against Melbourne? It's like they, they make you look like that. Well, and Have they conceded what? 10 points in the playoffs in, sounds in, right. in their two games? Sound, yeah, yeah, sounds right. And and but then at the same time, you look at Brisbane, and every, like this is the feeling I got on Saturday. Every t- single time they got the ball, you got you, you were scared that something was going to happen. Every time it landed into the hands of Ezra Mam or landed in the hands of Reese Walsh, you were like, okay, something's about to happen. Something's going to open up. So to see those two, I guess... Um, stories going up against each other on Saturday, not a uh, Sunday is going to be fantastic. Like where do the points come? Where do the points leak for Penrith and where, how do they shut down that Brisbane attack? It's going to be, it's going to be barn burning. Like I think the problem for Brisbane is that they're not good and, or not, not good, but they need a game that isn't close. Yeah. Like they need, a, they need big, they need a big score line. Um, to, and yeah, they need the game to open up. If it's if it's a grind, I don't know if Bris- have Brisbane even really been in that this year. I think they won one game like sixteen twelve once, but yeah, they they them, they they would want it to be high scoring. That's their ideal. Yeah, you know. Whereas Penrith want to keep it to they want that they want that twelve ten score line. Their fourth game in Sydney this year as well. They've for, been, for Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. No, they've well. been pampered, man, by the NRL this year. Sammy, uh, a lot of young peeps, uh, you know, sort of uh, maybe uni students or, uh, or or listening on the way home from school right now. Uh, they they want to be a, a commentator or, or in a position like us. What advice would you give to them in, in terms of of targeting potentially, you know, 10 years mm. down the track, maybe doing their own uh, NRL grand well, final qualifier. Yeah, I think um, 
like I, I my brother's one of my brother's best friends in high school gave me a nickname when we were kids. He called me the recorder because he said like I would just listen to like movies or like commentary and I just recite them word for word back right. to them. So I've always been like really observant when I listen and watch things, and I learned a lot from you know um, studying. Like Ray, what? Like when I watch rugby league, I spend more time focusing on the commentators than the actual game. Like to hear how they call it and their turn of phrase, and that's why I respect guys like Vossi and that who just come up with these really quick lines. And I try and work out, you know, how how are they calling it in different parts and stuff. I think if you want to if you want to sort of be a commentator, you have to study a little bit. You have to work. You can't just go, hey, that's what I want to do, and then just sort of walk into a job and expect it to happen. Correct. You need a sort of go in being like, you know what, I, I used to put games on the television on mute and call them in my living room. That's a great place to start, by the way. Just put a game on in your living room on mute, even if it's a replay, and just try and call it and see how fast it really is and you'll get a good sense of it. Um, and, yeah, just like I said, listen listen to the ones that are the best. Find the one that you like the most. That's even just a, like I just – like Ray Warren, I was just like, hey, I'm just going to study Ray because he's the best. Mm. Uh, just find one. Just one of the Fox commentators that you love listening to the most. Just study him. What does he do? Why do you why do you like him? Work out why you like him. Is it because he's fast? Is it because he's funny? Is it because he, you know, gets excited? Whatever. And then just sort of model things off that and um, – then, I mean, my biggest advice in anything, not just commentary stuff, is just say yes to everything. Like, if you get yes. offered it, say yes, even if you're not ready or you're not qualified, just say yes and throw yourself in the deep end. The first one's always the hardest. Like, I did some practice ones for SEN. I, I got, had to send them some audio tapes to show them that I was capable. And I sat down in my, uh, like, lounge to do it for the first time, and it was terrible. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, it's, I can't keep up with the speed. I can't get the names right. I don't know what's going on. Um and now it's sort of funny. Like I don't even need team lists. I I know the players you know the enough, players, yeah. you know. Um, but you just have to start. It will be terrible when you first start. You probably should know that. <laughs> yeah, and probably still terrible now. Three and years later, he's not finished yet because you got some World Cup rugby games to call. Some still. rugby games. Yeah, yeah it's a, how, that's funny. Eh? How, how are you going with the terminologies? Well, the t- well, I did stuff. I did. You, are you referring to the stuff up that I made? Oh, I, I, I said the call it a stuff up. Yeah, like, I, like, I said. Um, you know, like uh, McDermott's got it at dummy half instead of at the back of the scrap <laughs> or whatever. And there was another one where I called the Wallabies the Warriors, but honest mistake. It's funny, rugby is such a slow... And I, I mean, on another, in, another, in another conversation, I, I mean it as a uh, as a dig, but in this context, it's, it's a lot slower to call. Like, I find with rugby league, just talking about the names there, because the game moves so quick, if you look down to try and find who the player, who number 17 is, by the time you look up, they've played the ball, passed it once, and the guy's gone through a gap. Yes. So you look down to see who the last play the ball was, and they're through a gap. In rugby, it's like a guy gets tackled, you have time to look down while the ruck's forming, then they hold it in the ruck for an extra five seconds, then they form a little centipede, and the and the halfback gets it at the back-to-box kick. By the time they've done all that, you can look down and find who the player is. So... Very different. You've had Georgia and you have Portugal this weekend, so well. No, I had I had Georgia, Fiji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I got Portugal. Is it the other names? I haven't looked well, at the names. Wallabies, Portugal. So I'm, the, look, there's a few. There's a. It's it's no Georgia, mate. So no, Georgia was yeah, Georgia, was, Fiji. Uh, I got I got to say, well done to you. Well, the so. best advice from Sumo was like, um, he said, there's just three endings to the to the to the Georgian name. Vili. It's like uh, Vili. Uh, he's like Nishvili, Vili. yeah. There were three, and he just said, um, "Oh, it's Chev, like a go Chev or something." Yeah. And he said, "Just make up the first part. Just <laughs> add that on to whatever you want to say, and it'll work." But um, uh, but so the, the 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 mate, the hardest one is Nawanganitawasi. That's like, I mean, on the fly, nailed it. That's the hard. Well, yeah, but on the fly, you know, when well, Sean talk- Maloney just calls him Marky Mark. That's they all the Aussies yeah. call him Marky Mark, yeah. which is yeah. classic Aussie thing to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the hardest one, ironically. 
Outstanding, Sammy. Mm. Uh, look, man, well done. As I said, um, can't wait to to hear the Warriors in 2024 with RTS um, yeah. and CHT back in the fold. Are we a forward short? Uh maybe actually, but we don't have the, the problem. Is we're stacked now. Like we, there's pretty much no cap, no roster space. Yeah. I think centres we've fixed up, wingers I'm still nervous about defensively, but mm. let's hope Weeby gets that done in the preseason. Bring on 2024. Sam at the Voice of Rugby League here on SENZ. An absolute pleasure having you in. Uh, it is 22 minutes after three, Beave, uh, about 40 minutes away. Um, we'll take a quick break, uh, and when we get back, um, we'll have your text. Teamless Tuesday in honour of Reese Walsh, a team of wonder kids. So think Daniel Ratcliffe, who played Harry Potter. That might go. That might go all right. Leo DiCaprio, Tiger Woods, a team of wonder kids. Their name and position, please. Back shortly here on the Run Home pregame show. Broken Tuesday.